Welcome to What's Cooking with Paula Dean. It's all Paula, her dearest friends and family, celebrity chat, special guests, and questions from you. Y'all, Home Chef is a meal delivery service. They send you and your family a box of fresh ingredients each week with perfectly portioned premium ingredients, spices, and sauces, and easy step-by-step recipes. You know, with all the prep work done, you get to cook delicious gourmet meals in under 30 minutes. Meals like a Dijon bone-in pork chop, Italian chicken in a lemon butter sauce, and shrimp maki sushi rolls are just a few of the boxes Home Chef sends out weekly. Customers love it because it takes so much hassle out of meal prep. I'd love for y'all to try this out. And all you have to do is go to homechef.com slash Paula Dean. That's homechef.com slash Paula Dean. Use the promo code Paula Dean at checkout. You'll get a $30 discount off your first box and help support my new podcast. To ask Paula a question, just visit PaulaDean.com and include your phone number if you'd like to chat. Now, let's go see what's cooking with Paula today. Hey, y'all, welcome to What's Cooking with Paula. <laughs> you distracted me. <laughs> Hey, y'all, welcome to What's Cooking with Paula Dean, and I'm here with my son, Bobby. Christmas edition. Yes, he's got a stick with all these bells on it, y'all, and he's sitting there ringing those bells. He looks, he's my little elf today. Oh, oh, oh. Merry Christmas. Happy Merry Hanukkah, Christmas. everybody. And everything, whatever you believe in, marry, marry it. Hey, Mama, welcome home. <laughs> Thank you, son. Y'all, I finally got home last night about midnight. I have been on my book tour. I've been living out of a car for about two weeks, driving all around Texas and Tennessee and, oh my gosh, where all have I been? Texas. I was all over Texas, Houston and Dallas, and it was just wonderful. And if any of y'all out there attended any of the book signings, I want to thank you for the love that was shown to me and my husband, Michael. And you have a good turnout? Oh, my gosh, Bobby. It was so successful, son. And the people are so sweet, so dadgum sweet. And some of them brought me gifts, which I'd like to say thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, in some of the gifts, uh, one lady brought me a scarf that has pockets at the end of your scarf you know, to go around your neck and then put your hands in, yes, and little earmuffs. And she made those with her own two hands for me. And things like that are so sweet. So I can't thank y'all enough. I I wish I could thank each and every one of y'all personally, but uh, it's almost... Oh, I absolutely did. And one stop we made it, I think it was Howell's Furniture, I'm not sure. But when I walked in, there was a young lady sitting there with a mask on and looking very frail and uh when she saw me i could see this big smile behind that mask and so i immediately went up to her and took her in my arms and uh we just held on to each other for a long time and she whispered in my ear that she had come straight from chemo to come to this book signing. She said she just couldn't miss it. And her name was Nikki. She had cancer that started as a false pregnancy. 
it was just strange. I'd never heard of that before, but she had the most incredible outlook and disposition. You know, it just made you realize how thankful you are for your health, you know, when you look at somebody like her. But she was a great example of how to handle challenges. I meet people like that on the road that that I ordinarily wouldn't get to meet. And it's just wonderful. You know, they give me such inspiration. And PJ, since we went to furniture store. Speaking of strength. <laughs> there was there was a sofa there by my signing table. So PJ, my publisher, sat down with Nikki and started showing her little videos that she had taken when I was doing Dancing with the Stars. Mm. And one of them that PJ said it never gets old to her is the one when I fell when I was doing the Madonna, the the Vogue, and I had on that big old dress that, <laughs> and Louie went to come between my legs and I just toppled over like a potato. Yeah. <laughs> just laid back. And I can hear Nikki right now over there just laughing her head off. And so I said, I'll remember her laughter in my head for a long time. It was just wonderful. But I met so many extraordinary people. Uh, I got to see my friend Jessica, who's maybe 23 years old, something like that, 22 or 23, who's been battling stomach cancer since she was like 17 years old. Another ordinary, extraordinary woman. So I always love getting out there to the book signings and meeting all of y'all. Y'all all have stories, just lots of times you don't have the opportunity to tell them. So I'm so happy for y'all to be able to share them with me. And I've tried to share back with y'all what I've learned through life. And I would love to think that some of the mistakes I made in sharing those that I can prevent somebody else from making those same mistakes. But anyway, the book signing was fabulous, son. And I was ciphering the other day, calculating. And if I've calculated correctly, I've been home five days since the end of August when I left for L.A. to do Dance with the Stars. So I have been a homesick puppy. Wow. Your mama wanted to hug and kiss you two boys so badly. Well, we're glad and that you're home. just see y'all. Was it, was it all work and no play? Were you able to do anything fun? It was all work and, and pretty much no play, Bobby. Because like I said, we were living out of a car. You know, I had to learn to touch up, put my makeup on, almost dress in a car. And there was five people in that car. So, it, you know, it was challenging, but it was great. You know, I would do it again tomorrow. So anyway, that's my last book signing before the end of the year. I'll be coming back out in January, but, I'll, you know, I've got to check my schedule, y'all, because I really don't even kind of know what I'm doing tomorrow. I can kind of guess, but I really don't know. But I know I'll be going back to Evine. Minneapolis is a beautiful town. Isn't that where Evine is? Yes, is it's in Minneapolis, Minnesota, the Twin Cities. It's about to be chilly up that way, though, you I You know what? I don't know. It's been beautiful well, when see. I was it's up there. It's December. <laughs> yeah. They're very but, close to Canada. <laughs> yes. I bet it's chilly. <laughs> you know, I bet it is, too. But I was up there maybe three weeks ago. 
And the weather was so mild and beautiful, so we'll see what it is. Well, speaking of your travels, you were in Tennessee recently, and you got to meet a couple of fellows named Big D and Bubba? Oh, Bobby. Listen, these two guys, I just love them to pieces. I've been listening to them for years, and I've done many interviews with them over the radio on, on my phone from the house. But this time, I got to go into the studio and be with them. Did they look like you expected yeah, them to look? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty <laughs> Anybody much. Anybody named Bubba, D, you can kind of guess what Bubba D looks is, like. He big is D. A, a big I imagine, D. I imagine I know what Big D looks like. <laughs> yeah, tall guy, real tall. And Bubba, he's he's the shorter of the two. He usually and, is. <laughs> but I had so much fun being with them, and they tried to trick me, Bobby. They said, Paula... Would you be willing to play a game with us? I said, guys, you may not know this about me, but I'm a game nut. I adore games. Oh, and I went in my curlers, Bobby. And I'm sitting here today doing this podcast in curlers again because I have to multitask. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'm doing my hair while we're doing this podcast. But anyway, I went in in rollers. I said, this is great because I've got a face for radio today. So this is going to be perfect. So in I went with my rollers in my head, and they told me to blindfold my eyes. Before I put the blindfold on, they showed me three butter containers. So they mixed them all up. I put on my blindfolds, and he gave me my first spoonful. And I said, no, that's margarine. He gave me my second spoonful. I said, no, it's pretty good, but that's margarine too. So the third one he put in my mouth, I said, mmm, that's the real butter. And sure enough, it was. I got them, I got them correct. <laughs> Imagine Paula Dean knowing which one's real butter. Butter. Shocker. <laughs> Spoiler. Oh, yeah. So I'd have been real embarrassed had I not gotten that right. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine? Because you had you, to retire right then. Yes, because, you know, people call me Paula Dean the Butter Queen. Oh, they call you all kinds of things. But <laughs> oh, that's yes. One they of call the, me many names. That's one of the things but they call That's one you. of them they call me. <laughs> so talking about Big D and Bubba's radio show, you know, it's a syndicated show, and they have like 500,000 listeners a day. I mean, they've got a big following. Yes, that's a big audience. So anyway, let me play this piece of the tape (laughs) from the show. Uh, Paula Dean is joining us in the studio. The uh, new book is called Cuts the Fat, and uh, you can get that uh, anywhere. Books are sold also at PaulaDean.com, which also where you have your um, podcasts. And uh, what what are some of the stuff you do on the podcast? Uh, I just chat and chat and chat, and I have some great guests on with me. Mm-hmm. And I just give you tips. 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 Yes, it's two syllables. Tips. We have we have the uh, the Paula Dean. Do you have that, Bubba? That we play every once in a while. Uh, yeah. The uh, it's a little clip here. Home, so we get it here. Hey y'all, I'm Paula Dean. <laughs> y'all, 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 just you going, yo, yo, yo. Yo, Just going and going and going and going. It's like four hours of you going, yo. Every now and then, when we're, we're having a rough day. We'll just hit that. And then, yo, 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 straighten up now, y'all. You know, it, it's so funny. I, I was born in South Georgia and lived there the first 40 years of my life. And I have read on the computer of Facebook or whatever that stuff is 
I can't stand that woman's fake accent, that fake Southern accent. I said, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> now, do they really think I'd fake something like this? Well. I'd fake a French accent. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to hear that, actually. Can you fake yeah, a French accent? We 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 Missouri Missouri we we Missouri. That's the person who rubs your shoulders. That's right. Oh yeah. Uh, Paula Dean, The book is called Cuts. Uh, Paula Dean cuts the fat. You can get it uh, Amazon today. And Merry Christmas, Paula. Thank Merry you for coming Christmas in. to y'all. You know I just love you guys, and it's so great for my eyes to be able to look at y'all. We're Pretty beautiful. It's good to see you. Thank you. Are y'all asking me to leave? No, no. You can say as long as you want, as long as you're cooking. You cooking? No, I ain't you cooking. ain't cooking, you got right. I ain't, I ain't found a stove yet. We have a microwave here. Oh. Yeah, that's all we got. <laughs> a microwave and a couple things of butter. What can you come we up with? We got a lot of butter, though. We got some butter. <laughs> All right, well, let's take a break, Bobby. I hope y'all enjoyed that, and uh, we'll be right back in a minute. I think we can all agree that music is one of life's greatest pleasures. It has a tremendous power. It has the power to bring a tear to the eye or to quiet a racing mind. And music also has the power to heal and has been used through centuries to treat depression, create energy, induce sleep, relieve stress, and chronic pain stress. Now Michael Terrell has created Whole Tones, the Healing Frequency Music Projects. These frequencies, y'all, were uncovered in the music of King David and believed to have astounding healing effects. And now you can benefit from healing music therapy simply by listening daily to this music in the very own comfort of your home or office. Right now, give yourself the gift of healing and transformation. Don't miss this opportunity to get an absolutely free sample of this music that you can begin using right away. Just visit HoltTones99.com and get a free sample. Visit W-H-O-L-E Tones99.com today for your free sample. That's HoltTones99.com. Again, HoltTones99.com. <laughs> hey y'all, we're back. <laughs> Phil's oh. running his mouth as usual. Well, Mom, it's it's almost Christmas. What Are is you today's ready? date, Bobby? Today is it's December eleventh, Mama. It's getting real, real close. <laughs> They're Santa now. <laughs> Now, Are you ready? I, no, I'm not ready, son. Well, get I, ready. I just got back last night at midnight. Uh, and you're what leaving again I, tomorrow. And I'm leaving again tomorrow. So, no, I hadn't had a chance to do any Christmas shopping. That's I not what I mean. See, I think that people mistake what Christmas is really about. You know, I do too, but I don't think I've it's got about... five grand boys. That, uh, well, I you're not mistaken what Christmas is about. That's what it's about is shopping. You're right. <laughs> no, it's about my grandchildren. Remember how I used to make the coconut cakes every Christmas? Oh, yeah. And I'd put a big candle in. Divinity? Yes, with the divinity divinity is one of my... And you know what's funny is it's not my favorite thing. I don't love divinity. Oh, I love it. I can't think about Christmas growing up without Without thinking about about your divinity. divinity. Because it was just something you did every year. Well, I would would ice the coconut cake with a seven-minute icing, which is 
really just undercooked divinity. Mm. And I would tell y'all that we were celebrating Jesus's birthday, and that was his birthday cake. And that's funny because Jamie was sharing with me the other day that that was his memory of me. Divinity or talking about Jesus's birthday? Uh Uh-huh, the coconut cake and celebrating Jesus's birthday, yes. Mm. (laughs) So it's getting time. So what are we going to do, y'all? What are we going to do? Well, how can uh, people how can people begin to get prepared now? Well, you can get your staples. Christmas. That's actually two weeks away, fourteen days away, right? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it's I don't the fastest have the, fourteen days of the year. Do you have your Christmas tree year. up? Of course. Well, I don't. I don't know that I'm. I got to get the Christmas tree up. I'll help you do it. Oh, thank you. I, I let me t- let me tell you. Cloud and I went to. Um, you were out of town, so you don't know. But Claudia's birthday was December fourth. And something that she's always wanted to do, Claudia is my wife, everybody. And something that she has always wanted to do is go to uh, Asheville, North Carolina. Well, yes. you know what's in Asheville is the yes. Biltmore Mansion. Yes. And we went there when Jamie and I were just young guys. Yes. When we, Y'all were probably boys. when I was 14, yes. maybe 13 or 14. Yes. So Cloud and I packed up the car and we drove to Asheville and we spent the weekend up there and we went to the Biltmore Mansion and it was so, and I'm going somewhere with this story. This is you're talking uh-huh. about a Christmas tree. Uh-huh. But we went to the Biltmore Mansion and if you've never been to the Biltmore in Asheville, everybody, you should go. Especially, it, it, especially Christmas, at this time. Was it decorated for Christmas? It was amazing. And it was packed. Oh. This is the busiest time of the year for them. Yeah, people and wanting to see the Christmas decorations. I found out, and I found this surprising, they're open 365 days a year. So even on even on Christmas, even on Christmas Day. Day, they're there. But it's if you don't know what the Biltmore is, it's the Vanderbilt Mansion in uh, Asheville, North Carolina, that was built in the um, early 1900s. And it's this amazing mansion that is um, on 8,000 acres, and it's just gorgeous. Uh, beautiful gardens, and uh, it's just this really amazing piece of history that, that you should go see. So anyhow, it's decorated. The gardens are incredible. The gardens they? are unbelievable. Well, and this is this is a great time of year to see it, even yeah. though the gar- you could go in the spring and see probably so you know, everything. So was it packed about- with people? It was loaded with people. Um, but that's okay because that made it really fun and festive, yeah. you know, I mean, everybody yeah. was really excited, but anyhow, uh, the Biltmore mansion is enormous. It's like 257 rooms yes. in this place. Really? It's, I didn't, I didn't recall it having that many rooms. Just huge. And it's decorated beautifully for the holidays. So the, all over this mansion, there are different Christmas trees and they have this enormous Christmas tree in there that was just decorated to the nines. And um, I'm sure the Christmas tree was real, right? Uh, it smelled like it. It smelled like it, but they make, you know, <laughs> yeah, scents that you could spray that, that can kind of fake I out. I have cheated <clears throat> with a spray now and again. But we had, and Claudia had the best time. In fact, we had such a nice time at the Biltmore that we went in the morning and then we went back that night. To see it again. To see it lit. To see it lit at night, and they had live music inside. There was a lady in there playing the piano, Uh -uh. and there was a man playing a horn, and people singing, and it was just, it was a really amazing thing to see. But I say that to say this, the Biltmore and Asheville is about a five and a half hour drive from Savannah, and that's how Uh we went. Uh Cloud and I drove up there. And we drove back uh, from Asheville on Sunday morning and went straight to the Christmas tree place. So I drove five and a half hours, stopped and picked up my dog, 
who was at at a friend's house. A friend was taking care of the dog while we were out of town. And picked up the dog and stopped and bought a Christmas tree, walked in the door, immediately dra- didn't even unpack our luggage, walked in, dragged in a Christmas tree, put it up, and fully decorated well, it. Well, y'all were inspired. Had a full after, day on, after going to the Biltmore, we were Y'all were inspired to decorate. That's wonderful. Well, I'm so happy, son, that you've gone back now as an adult. Yep. Because I'm sure at 13 or 14, you weren't too much interested. So I'm so glad you got to see it. From your adult eyes. Yeah. And you're correct. If you've never been to the Biltmore. It's something to see. Uh, you, you need to go. Something to see. Something that's remarkable about that place. And if you've been there, you know how big and massive it is. It's mostly made of stone. Uh, uh-huh. The stairwells are made of uh-huh. stone. It's uh, the whole thing. And uh, it only took only six years to build this mansion. Wow. Now, I renovated a house on Wilmington Island, and it (laughs) took a year and a half to renovate a house that was already built. (laughs) So imagine people carving from stone. It's unbelievable. This house. Yes. Six years. Because it took three. It took three for hours. So, and it's not even a little garage. I think they built the pyramids in Egypt longer and faster than they renovated my house. I think we're getting worse. I think we're getting worse as we as we go with technology. I think we can all agree that music is one of life's greatest pleasures. It has a tremendous power. It has the power to bring a tear to the eye or to quiet a racing mind. And music also has the power to heal and has been used through centuries to treat depression, create energy, induce sleep, relieve stress, and chronic pain stress. Now Michael Terrell has created Whole Tones, the Healing Frequency Music Projects. These frequencies, y'all, were uncovered in the music of King David and believed to have astounding healing effects. And now you can benefit from healing music therapy simply by listening daily to this music in the very own comfort of your home or office. Right now, give yourself the gift of healing and transformation. Don't miss this opportunity to get an absolutely free sample of this music that you can begin using right away. Just visit wholetones99.com and get a free sample. Visit W-H-O-L-E Tones99.com today for your free sample. That's Wholetones99.com. Again, Wholetones99.com. So we're about 14 days from Christmas right now. Yeah. And myself and people, a lot of people like me, are beginning to not quite hit the panic button, but starting yeah. to get nervous. What can people do to prepare <laughs> for Christmas this far out? Well, I'm fixing to hit my panic button too, son. Uh, but the one thing I can recommend is, you know, go to the grocery store and get all your staples, things that will stay in date. You know, your cream cheeses, your sour creams. You you can get all that because it will be good through December the 25th. But your canned goods, if you happen to be using any. So buy all your staples, bring them home, put them in a place where you don't have to search for them when you're ready to prepare your meal. And then a couple of days before Christmas, you go back in and get your produce and your meat that you're going to have. That can help a lot, but, you know, it's prep, 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 Bobby. 
if you do all your prep, then you can have a stress-free Christmas day, hmm. like our breakfast casserole that I've served for years. So good. Uh, at our house and also catering mm-hmm. ca- all the breakfasts mm-hmm. that we've catered through the years. And you prepare that the night before. Mm-hmm. Stick it in the refrigerator and then throw it in the oven the next morning. We've got our French toast casseroles. We've got praline French toast. All those things can be made the night before. Mm-hmm. And you can go to PaulaDean.com and go straight to these recipes. So select things that will not expire. The things you know, like your nuts. You're going to use a lot of nuts at right, the holidays. Right. Things right. like that that are that are that right. don't have an expiration date on exactly them. Exactly right. Exactly. Because you right. don't want to go to the store and have to fight with people on the twenty second, twenty third, twenty fourth. Not for a hundred different items. Mm. You want to buy. And a lot of 80, those little things 80, may already be gone. By Eighty then. of that. You know that's exactly right. So you might want to go to your grocery store and have your butcher save you if you wanted a twenty pound turkey mm. or an eight rib standing rib or mm-hmm. a tender or ham or something like ham. that. Ham. You could always go to your butcher and ask them to hold you mm. that one and you'll be back two days prior to Christmas mm-hmm. to pick it up. Mm. Because space becomes very, very valuable around the holidays. Most of us only have one stove and one refrigerator. Mm-hmm. So you can really run out of space quickly Unless you're in an area where you let God mm-hmm. refrigerate your Maybe food. It's and cold I have outside. used the outside when it was cold <laughs> as a refrigerator, but then you have to watch out for raccoons and things because they will come eat it critters. all. Critters. Yes, critters. Critters Mo- varmints, will come get it because they're hungry too. They're looking for their Christmas. I, you know, you but leave, uh, leave a choose, ham outside. Like if you're going to make a, say, a chocolate for cake for Christmas, go ahead and bake off your layers. Mm. Put it on a cake stand. No, you no? wrap up the layers, mm. seal them up real good, and put them in the freezer. Oh. And then the day before Christmas, two days before Christmas. Run them under some cold water? And- no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, Chef Dean. I'm yoking. No, she- oh, I'm you're yoking. yoking. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a yoke, all right. But, <laughs> no, you just thaw them out and then make your frosting and... That's smart. Take, I've never thought to yes, to, to yes. freeze a cake. And yes, then yes, 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 mm. yes. And uh, there's some cookies that freeze beautifully. Mm. Uh, Could you freeze the batter? Could you just no, make batter? No. No. I don't no. know. I'm asking. It's a real no, question. I, no, I People wouldn't, wouldn't want to know that. I would not. The way think that you so. just looked at me was just like <laughs> painful. I would. I wouldn't think so, son. I've never tried it, but I don't know. If you want to do it the real easy way. You can call Evine. I have found somebody to make my extra thin chocolate chip cookies. And I am sharing those with the world. And, Bobby, it took me, I have laughed about this. I said, it took me 65 years to perfect the extra thin and crispy chocolate chip cookie. I made so many trying to get them perfect. Well, I was maybe three years ago, two years ago, I felt like I got it absolutely formulated it perfectly. And I said, oh, my gosh, these are so good. I want to share them with the world. So I met with the Evine executives, and they were down here visiting with me. 
So I stopped, and I ran to the store and got the stuff to make chocolate chip cookies with them. Took them out of the oven, and I served everybody. I said, is there anybody you know that could make these cookies like I just made them? And they looked at each other, and they said, yes, I think we do. And they had this company make them, ship them to me. They were out of this world. Body. Really? They're made to order. They These cookies don't get made until you place your order. Really? And they are absolutely divine. As good as yours? Because you yours know, are... They're right under mine. Yours are... Uh, mine, I'm Pretty able spectacular. To, yes. Mine, I'm able to get extra thin, but in shipping, they have to be a little bit thicker. Right, so they don't Because break. in shipping, it would be crumbled. Right. But I'm telling you what, I was blown away and so thankful that this baker was able to reproduce them for me. And the hmm. fact that they're made to order makes them even more special. Well, what's the, you're not going to tell. What's the secret, though? If it takes so long to learn how to do it, what's the secret? Where, well, where's the I'm difficulty hard, come in? I, listen, the difficulty is in making I, them the right Bobby, th- thickness? I'm a, yes. I'm hard-headed. You know, I'm a slow learner. Hmm. So. <laughs> Maybe that's where I know. get it from. <laughs> you know, I mean, I wanted it, it slap-a-dab absolutely perfect for mine and Michael's palate. Like for him to have a little snap? Like yes. Like for him to snap I mean, we like them so thin. And uh, to us, that's just perfect. Now, some people prefer a cake-like. you need more of them, the thinner they are. Yes, they're less calories, (laughs) (laughs) right? (laughs) You can just eat more of them. Some people like a cake-like chocolate chip cookie, but Michael and I prefer the the very thin. But the thing about these cookies, if you order them from Evine, you can put them on a cookie sheet and warm them up in the oven, Mm. and then they become very soft, and you can just, like, pull them apart. Mm. And it's just like you baked them. Just like you made these at home yourself. I like a chocolate chip. I, you know what? Don't have much of a sweet tooth, but a ch- I'm a sucker for a chocolate chip cookie. Well, honey, Who's I, not, though? I know. So I'll I'll get you some made. A little glass of milk? I mean, or that's what we Or since I'm leave. going to Evine this weekend, I may just order them. That's what, yeah. I, yeah, I would if I were you. That's what we, do you remember growing up, we used to leave uh, cookies and, and milk out for Santa. Oh, Santa used absolutely. To always, Santa used to always take a couple of bites of the cookies and drink a little uh-huh. bit of the milk. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's right, because Santa gets hungry and thirsty. It's a long night. Because it's a long night. You think every house in the world uh, that is a Christian, Oof. there's a lot of them. Wow. Well, if you run into him in Minnesota, tell him my address <laughs> and that I really need for him to come by this. I will tell him. What are you hoping Santa will bring you? Um, You know what? I'm one of those fortunate people that there's not one thing in the world that I want for. Well, then why does Santa need to come to see you? For my wife. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Now we're getting to the real story. You know what? As long as my family is alive and healthy, I'm just as happy as I can be. The the older that I get, the more... I start to realize what the real meaning of the season yes, is. Yes, yes. It's not about things. It really is not. It really, really is not. I've not had things, and I've had things. Mm. And I know what's really, really important. 
and it's not the thing. No, it's not. Some people will do anything to get the things. But I'm here to tell you, the things will not make you happy. They come and go. It's yes, your they family. Come and go. It's your, your family, family and your friends your and your friends, loved ones. That's really what's if important. You can, if you can count five true friends on one hand, then you're a rich person. So tell them you love them this season, everybody. Yes. All right, yeah. so Bobby, talking about cookies mm-hmm. and bacon, mm-hmm. how did you do Bacon? On- I love bacon. I love baking. Baking. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, son, how'd you do on Cutthroat Kitchen? <laughs> how did I do on Cutthroat Kitchen? I didn't get to see you because, you know, I've been on the road, and I don't know which ends <laughs> up on the road. Uh, but we- I saw that show the other night, and it's tough. I by the when I got back to my hotel room, they had not cleaned it yet. Uh huh. That's that's how long, <laughs> that's how long I was you on Cutthroat didn't... Kitchen. <laughs> they ganged up on me. It was the Celebrity Chef edition, and it was a lot of fun. Um, Alton Alton is a bit intimidating, yeah. um, because he never comes out of his character, which I don't think is a character. I uh, think, he's I think just, that's really. I think he's just Alton. Alton. I don't know. Um, well, he takes it seriously. That show is for reals. Yes. And uh, they put me on a hamster wheel, a human hamster wheel, and they gave me a uh, snow climbing axe, and they asked me to make an omelet, and everything that I had to do, uh, I had to do on the hamster wheel. With a, yes, with a climbing pickaxe. So I had to do all of my prep with the pickaxe. With a pickaxe! I had no spatch. The first thing they did was took my table and my knives and my bowl and my every utensil I had and said, there's the wheel and here's your axe. Make a Denver omelet. That show is very fun and entertaining. Um, And it's not about your cooking skills. It's about... You being able to adjust and adapt uh-huh, and uh-huh. overcome whatever situation they put you in. But for whatever reason, um, they the other chefs kind of ganged up on me. I uh-huh. guess I was the new kid on the block. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> they said, well, here you go, buddy. And I didn't make it. Uh, I didn't make it. <laughs> but I did. Being that it was a celebrity edition, uh-huh. it was uh-huh. for charity. So uh-huh. I was able to raise $2,500 for the Bag Lady Foundation, which I Yay, felt good about. Bobby, how and wonderful. Yeah, I was the happy The Bag to- Lady Foundation, y'all, is a foundation that I started in 2012, and it's to help women and their children, should mm-hmm. they have any. Mm-hmm. But it's to give a helping hand to other women out there. Well, Bobby, great cause, that and I was happy great. to plug it and happy to be able to raise a little. I wish I could have raised more money for it. Had I made it through the first segment, I might have <laughs> been able to raise segment. more money, but I was not. <laughs> I totally um, got eliminated pretty quickly. <laughs> but it's all right because I made a really good omelet, considering you considering that I was on a axe. human hamster wheel with a pickaxe. <laughs> it was a beautiful omelet. I think that with no is, shells in it. That is insane. You should have. You should have won $10,000 for the Bag Lady Foundation just doing it that way. It was a charity, but not for the contestants. <laughs> they weren't giving out any charity for us. Um, well, a show that I have enjoyed watching. Baking Championships. That you host. Uh, yes, on Food Network. I love it. I think it's every Sunday night. It's Sunday nights. It's it's 
eight contestants, so it's eight weeks, uh-huh. and it goes through the. In fact, the finale I think is this coming Sunday. Um, it goes from it starts at you know right at right around Thanksgiving time, and then it mm-hmm. runs right mm-hmm. up until Christmas. Mm-hmm. Every Sunday night, it's an hour long show on the Food Network at uh, ten o'clock, and it is a such a fun show. I really wow. enjoy doing and it, and have, I think I think it you does have guest well. Host. We have, well, it's me. Here's what's great about it is I don't have to cook on TV, and I don't have to eat on TV. All uh-huh. I get to do uh, get to do all I have to do is be me and have a great time and drive the show and interact, and with, the interact with the contestants and, and put the, them through. Hey, look, that's not it. I mean, cutthroat. I learned a couple of things uh-huh. at Cutthroat Kitchen. Uh-huh. I put these people through their paces too. So we throw them some curveballs uh-huh. in the middle of their uh-huh. baking competition. Uh-huh. It's really fun because the contestants are always just top shelf people and personalities. And, they're and these, up are the ch- these, these are some home. Some are home. Bakers. Some are professionals. Last year we had a... Um, a bacon instructor from Cordon Bleu in Atlanta, and uh, you know an amazingly talented guy, and he got beat by a home baker. So you don't ever know. Yeah. And the judges, Duff Goldman and Nancy Fuller and Lorraine Pascal, they're really smart, talented people that get to do the judging on the show, and it's just fun. It's a big show, you know what I mean? It's just a it's a big holiday uh-huh. show, and. Well, um, I know I every time I've been able to time. catch it, it's been great fun to watch it. It's fun, you know. And congratulations to you. Thanks. For, I, thank you, Mama. For hosting that show. Wouldn't That's, be there if it weren't for you. You taught you've taught oh, me everything. No, no, no. You taught yes, me everything you, I know about being on television. And, well, uh, thank you, son. I appreciate that, but you're being overly generous no. because you're very talented and you have the ability to make people that are with you feel very comfortable. Mm. And I have the ability to eliminate them too. So <laughs> And that's what I do every week on the Bacon Championship. So, but it's fun. So I hope people will watch Sunday night. It's coming Sunday night yes, at ten. It's going to be the yes. finale. So watch it. The finale. If right not for me, watch it. Watch Christmas. it for the bakers to find out who's going to win. Who will take home fifty thousand dollars and the title of the Holiday Baking Champion? That's our tagline. And every day I ask them, who's going to win? And take home that fifty thousand dollars. Fifty thousand bucks—that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. That'd be a nice Christmas yeah. gift. A lot of these folks want to start businesses. You know, they got I families. Know. They got things that they can do with that fifty thousand bucks. You just bucks. think because we started our business twenty-six years ago with two hundred dollars, and that was very difficult. Mm-hmm. It was very difficult. But uh, so fifty thousand can really get people. On the road to yeah. living their dream. It's a fun show. And I hope we get to keep doing it. It's doing well. It's yeah, doing well. Speaking of dreaming, yep. I don't know what I'm going to do about Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Because your mama's been on the road so much, and it's creeping up. It's 14 days away, y'all. Yeah, yeah. it's close. So, I mean, I don't know how you're preparing. <laughs> But I need to go see old St. Nick and give him a little uh, list and a little love. (laughs) Say, hey, buddy, I need you, Chris. (laughs) I'm a married man. I got a beautiful young wife at home. She She loves Christmas. (laughs) She loves Christmas. (laughs) She loves Christmas. I got the manger scene. I got the little baby Jesus. We got the tree. I got the chimney. Come on down. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas. Best dishes and love to all of y'all. Merry Christmas, Mama. I love you. Welcome home. Thank you, baby. Have a great trip tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I know. I can't believe I'm leaving tomorrow again. Say hey to Santa. I just got home. Oh. (laughs) Merry 
Christmas, See everybody. See y'all next time on What's Cooking with Paula Dean. Hey, <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Y'all, Home Chef is a meal delivery service. They send you and your family a box of fresh ingredients each week with perfectly portioned premium ingredients, spices and sauces, and easy step-by-step recipes. You know, with all the prep work done, you get to cook delicious gourmet meals in under 30 minutes. Meals like a Dijon bone-in pork chop, Italian chicken in a lemon butter sauce, and shrimp maki sushi rolls are just a few of the boxes Home Chef sends out weekly. Customers love it because it takes so much hassle out of meal prep. I'd love for y'all to try this out. And all you have to do is go to homechef.com slash Paula Dean. That's homechef.com slash Paula Dean. Use the promo code Paula Dean at checkout. You'll get a $30 discount off your first box and help support my new podcast. Join us each week for What's Cooking with Paula Dean. It's your chance to ask her anything. Just visit PaulaDean.com and include your phone number if you'd like the chance to talk with her live.